0: Welcome to this week's Smallscast podcast. I'm your host, Just Nate. This podcast is designed for small government contractors, service providers, and manufacturers as part of the government contractor ecosystem, connecting people, organizations, and resources. This week, we've got on the phone with us two co-founders of a company called Quantum Aerospace LLC. We've got Justin Lotzbaum and Mitch Overton. Welcome, gentlemen.
1: Hey, Nate. Thanks
2: for having us on nice to uh, do this. We really appreciate the time. No, no,
0: no problem. So guys, I'm going to start off. Um, so you guys kind of co-founded the company together and I know we had a conversation, uh, prior to this, you guys kind of telling me a little bit of background about the company, but, uh, I kind of want to have you guys do that again for our listeners here. So Mitch, do you want to kick that off real quick?
2: Yeah, sure. So, um, really Justin and I, uh, we, we, uh, we've known each other for quite a while. Uh, since uh, uh, Justin back from the Sala days, right, back in 2001. Yeah. Um, and uh, I always like to share the story, Justin, that he, he's always been my replacement, uh, but uh, uh, he's always fixed the things that I've had to fix in my in my Air Force career. But we, uh, we kind of have an idea that, uh, you know, uh, being in space, as long as we've had both Justin and I have been in, in the space I saw business since 2007, uh, we saw uh, Intel support to space as a, as a niche business that we thought that we could probably uh, better amplify or, or, or uh, you know, hit, hit uh, concentrate on those areas, uh, specifically Intel support the acquisition operations. And, uh, you know, two years later and, and uh, trying to uh, put this company together, uh, we're here today and uh, we're registered the state of Colorado, uh, ready to do business uh, come to October. And we're just excited about the, the prospects of getting into the contractor world. And, and uh, and uh, you know hitting the ground running and doing intel support ISR uh, to, to space.
0: Well, cool. So, um, you okay? There's a couple of things that I want to unpack real quick. So, first of all, um, you know some of our listeners may not understand or know what you're what you mean by ISR. Can you can somebody define that for me?
1: Yeah, sure. So yeah, we're absolutely. talking about intelligence surveillance and reconnaissance, and and really it's the blanket it's the blanket for what intel is intelligence operations. Now, Mitch and I are, are career, you know, ISR professionals in the Air Force, and we've we've done ISR for space primarily since about 2007 together. So there's the the, the big delta is that there is no such thing as a ISR for space expert. The Air Force doesn't build them. Uh, really, the DoD doesn't build them. It's just a, it's a matter of had you have you been exposed to space operations, and if so, uh, it was kind of a one-off.
0: Okay, so, so kind of, did you guys both start as operators um, on a system, or were you guys always yeah, so analysts I, or what?
2: Yeah, so I think just and I our careers are kind of were running parallel, pretty identical, I'd, I'd say. We we both started off in the signals intelligence career field or SIGINT um, as operators or signals and, signals analysts. Uh, so both just and I have a have a pretty deep background in in that area. Uh, and then just out of happenstance, just through the magic, how, how assignments have worked in the Air Force, um, in our Air Force capacity, we uh, uh, got assigned to space. I started out, and I'll let Justin speak to his, but, uh, how he got into the space business, but I started out doing uh, space control uh, at the force Space Control Squadron, and I haven't left since. So I've, I've been doing space um, all the way at the unit level, the numbered Air Force level, and, and this is an organizational level in the Air Force uh, at the major command level, and then at the service level. So, uh, Justin, you want to speak here? Uh, yeah, basically my, my experience has been pretty much the same as Mitch's.
1: I started off uh, right around 2008 at Vandenberg Air Force Base in what was the Joint Space Operations Center, which is now the Combined Space Operations Center, um, but have worked in every capacity from the small squadron level to the, or the, I should say, actually the flight level to the to the squadron level, and then followed in Mitch's footsteps at the numbered Air Force level with 14th Air Force and they've now, uh, that, and that's pretty much where I'll finish out of.
0: Okay, and you guys mentioned that, right? You guys mentioned come to October you guys are going to be full-time um, in your new business endeavor um, so that uh, that must mean that you guys are going to be fully retired at that point or Separate. Yeah, we both have yeah, a one
1: absolutely. October retirement date so come to October when we officially will be able to start advertising quantum aerospace to other potential customers, clients, and, and other, other um, agencies that we can partner with. But uh, until then we've just been really focusing on getting all of the things that we need to actually stand, stand up and start our business, like our duns, cage, NAICS codes and website and business cards and all of the small things. So that when two October comes, we're, we're able to try to fully integrate quantum aerospace into space operations.
0: Yeah. Um so it says I'm I'm looking at your guys' website. So for those people that are listening, it's quantum aerospace LLC dot com. Is that correct, gentlemen?
1: That is. That's quantum aerospace dot com.
0: Okay. So you guys have combined over forty years of experience and ISR experience. So once again that's Intel. Um and can you guys kinda of walk me through what type of jobs you guys are going to be looking for? I mean, and, and kind of bring it down into layman's terms, right? Because I, I know there's a lot of people that, are on, that listen to this show that are not 100% DOD. Or, or even if you are DOD, they might not be Intel. So can you guys kind of break it down what your, what your goals are, what your plan is for what your, what's your primary contract type that you're going after? Or you will be.
2: Yeah, so Quantum Aerospace, in our minds is an advisory and assistance support service company, or, or you know, for lack of a better term, we're 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 leveraging. We, we want companies or people that are interested in doing business with us to leverage our experience and the network that we've established over those 40 years of experience that you spoke of. So, um, anything that involves space operations, specifically uh, when we talk about space to the military to the warfighter. Um, a lot of uh, significant events happened within the last year, the, the stand-up of the U.S. Space Command as a war fighting combatant command, and U.S. Space Force as a service, which does the organized train and equip mission. Um, we're also uh, available to any company who has maybe a commercial capability or what we call commercial off-the-shelf capability that they probably wouldn't have otherwise thought as the government, government as a potential customer. Uh, we would like to leverage our network and just our background over the last 40 years combined to uh, link them up with the right uh, uh, mission sets within space operations to incorporate that capability. And, and I don't know, Justin, if you want to expand upon that.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, and you know, a great example would be like the the folks over at catalyst campus. Uh, you know, they're, they're doing a great job developing all kinds of software for, for the end user and, and, and not even, Catalyst themselves, but anybody who's developing software that um, people traditionally haven't thought could be used to, you know, for command and control of of space programs or uh, to help a warfighter, Mitch and I can use our expertise and our network to integrate those companies into the end user so that the proper requirements are being drafted and that the right timelines are being met and that the end user gets the capability that uh, companies like Catalyst uh, are developing.
0: Okay, so so the smalls here, um, you know, small government contractor collaborative. Our goal is to help that small business um, government contractor, whether you are currently a current government contractor or you want to become. And as you guys want to get into this field, um, we want to help you guys as much as possible. So, why don't you guys give me a list of? You, you mentioned your you can help with your networks. So, kind of throw out a couple of those networks just so people know. Um, as are listening to this, of oh, I I want to get into I don't know, say U.S. Space Command, I might need to listen in to the 17th Space or whatever. Um, so if you guys have a couple of those, throw them out.
2: Yeah, obviously I don't want to put people's names out. I put them on blast, but yeah, uh, we don't
0: need names, um, but
2: think, yeah, <laughs> or or organizations um, are fine. Right, okay. Yeah, I, I would say, you know, anywhere within U.S. Uh, Space Force, within the Intelligence Directorate would be one, um, and the Operations Directorate uh, with what we would call a military, will the 3-6 Directorate. Um, there's um, uh, ops centers like the Combined Space Operations Center, National Space Defense Center, um, those types of organizations where we have people or inroads with the uh, people that are very familiar with what those requirements are and what they need um, to support the next generation of space warfighting, uh, we're certainly plugged into those folks. Um, Justin has some, um, some reach back with space and missile systems, so that's the space uh, system acquisition arm of, uh, you know, of the Space Force, or primarily used to, used to be known as Air Force Space Command, uh, Rapid Capabilities Office. Um I'd also throw in um the office of what we're calling the office of chief of space operations that their intelligence directorate um they are uh, standing up at the Pentagon so that's the new service headquarters um they're right side by side with the other service headquarters of the army the navy marine corps um and uh and the air force so um justin i think I caught everything um yeah everybody miss out.
1: No, I don't think so. I, you know, you, you hit on the on the major ones. And if, if you look at our website and look at our capability statement, we, we talk about space operations and space acquisitions. And, and, you know, Mitch really did a great job of outlining pretty much all the organizations that are involved with either operations or acquisitions. So that's, that was, that's who we would want to be, you know, lending our expertise to.
0: Sweet. So you guys had mentioned earlier that, you know, the idea, kind of like your business model going into this is going to be, ANAS, right? Advisory Assistant Services. Are, are you guys open to subbing with companies or are you guys looking to prime most stuff? What are you guys looking for? So I think
1: initially the, the, the goal for us is to come on as a as a sub so that we can learn a little bit more about the contracting world. Uh, obviously Mitch and I still being in the military our blind spot is the contracting portion of what we're trying to get into. And I think what we need to do is we need to show that what we're trying to sell is, is, is the real deal so that we can build up a, a past performance record and then eventually, you know, not too long down the road, we're able to build up a, a a past performance that speaks to our expertise so that we can then come on as a as a as a prime.
0: Excellent. So do you guys have any socioeconomic status like uh, uh well I- any socioeconomic status? Obviously so we're not gonna be uh, owned uh,
1: No, we're not <laughs> women owned. Um, we actually are gonna be uh, for sure, will be veteran owned, okay. and then, um, you know, the depending on what happens with the, the, the out processing through the VA, I would expect that we're also going to be a small business veteran disabled owned business.
0: Small business veteran disabled. Small
2: small, small veteran owned service, disabled business. Yeah, service service disabled veteran small.
0: Yes, SVOSB. Excellent. Well, no, that's that's good. And then, obviously, you guys, I think you guys have said you guys are already working with organizations such as PTAC, right, to get yourself set up with NAICS codes and your DUNS code. Um, how's that? How's all of that information going? Are you guys pretty much set up with all that information already?
2: Yeah. So, we, we uh, you know, the end road for us was the Small Business Development Center here in Colorado Springs, or the SBA, affiliated with the SBA. Um, and then they linked us up with PTAC, because, again, going back to Justin's point, our blind spots are of the contract world so prior to that we had no idea what a, a SAM or a CAGE or a NAIC code was until that uh you know we we leveraged PTAC experience so I guess for any of those listeners out there that want to get start a small business I'd highly encourage you to reach out to a local PTAC office because they're just a wealth of information but yeah all those things are done we're registered in SAM and the government registry um we're uh the only thing that's preventing us from doing business is is separating from the military and and to October so we're, uh, we're ready to go by 2 October.
0: Excellent. So so not a trick question, but do you guys have your, na- your primary NAICS code memorized? 541990. 541990.
1: And, you know, that was a, a difficult thing for us to try to figure out all the places that we could fit in. But, again, we did have great help from the PTAC with getting all of our NAICS codes, but we're, we're gearing towards basically all other professional scientific and technical services, because we feel as though that's what quantum aerospace is going to do. We're going to integrate our knowledge into technical services or professional services. And then, um, you know, so that's, that's our primary NAICS code.
0: And, and those things are, are huge um, to make sure that you, you pick the right NAICS code. And, and as you mentioned before, I, I can't say enough good things about the PTAC, especially the Colorado PTAC. Every single council there um, has mass amounts of experience. And if they don't know the answer, so they can knock on their neighbor's door and find the answer out for you. So uh, like you said, uh, same yeah. thing, kudos to the Colorado PTAC. And if anybody else is wanting to start their own business or need some help, call them up. It's all free of charge. Um, it, and as a small business owner, that's kind of the best word in the world, I think, free, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
2: that was, yeah that, that, that was the one thing I told Justin every time I, because he's in Cal, California, I'm here in Colorado, and I talked about all these uh, these services and advice we got, and we asked, you know, how much it would cost He said it's all free, it's like, it's just there, so you, it's a matter of picking up the phone and getting an appointment scheduled.
0: Which, actually, Justin, did you, by any chance, did you look at California? Because you're in California, Mitch, you're here in Colorado Springs, is that correct?
2: Yeah. That's okay. Right,
0: yeah. So Justin, do you reach out to the California PTAC by any chance?
1: I call, So I did. I called them there. Uh, unfortunately for me, they're about two and a half hours away. Um, and so it's a little bit more of a challenge for me, but fortunately I travel a lot for work and I have actually been out to Colorado Springs probably 20 times in the last year. And so Mitch and I were actually able to link up a couple of times and go to the PTAC in Colorado Springs. So that actually worked out really well.
0: Yeah. There's, like I said, I've got a very good working relationship with the Colorado PTAC. Matter of fact, I get, I was going through messages on my phone. I think I got three messages from small businesses that have contacted me because of PTAC saying, Hey, PTAC said, uh, they should call you because of your network and see what you can, you know, discuss with us. So, uh, yeah, we've got a great working relationship with them. Um, they've got new some new leadership this year and, uh, it's, it's just going to get, keep getting better and better. I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, you know, Going to the PTAC, uh, the couple times that I was able to go with Mitch, it set us up for, for success. And, and again, like Mitch said, anybody who's trying to start a small business, I mean, use use the resources that are provided to you. Uh, whether, like Mitch said, whether it was the Duns, Cage, NAICS Codes, you know, uh, understanding social media outreach and uh, establishing a LinkedIn site, which we have, anybody can follow, find our page on LinkedIn, which is just Quantum Aerospace LLC, setting up a, a, a website, which uh, it worked out well because one of the, at the PTAC is also a web page developer, and so that that was an easy working relationship for us. And so, yeah, uh, PTAC's been great.
0: Well, that's good. So you guys had mentioned um you guys were one of you guys, or both you guys were part of the U.S. Space Force stand-up?
2: Yep, yep. So I think uh with anybody who's in a Space Force organization today, and um th- th- everybody's been you know putting in a, a hand to do that. But uh, but yeah, I've uh, i've uh, had a have a role and uh obviously in, in my current capacity as a private citizen, mitch overton right but in my in my other role uh, i've i'm uh, primarily been looking at or, or responsible for how we stand up an enlisted force within the the new service uh known as the space force
0: so both of you guys are in right now have you guys got you have have you been put brought into the space force yet mitch
2: no, no. So that, that's that's uh, there's a, some timelines associated with that. Uh, you know, the earliest for uh, personnel, at least, um, and, and intel that they can come into the Space Force would be February of 2021. Um, so right now, everybody who's involved with Space Force, with the exception of uh, General Raymond and Chief Tilberman, who makes up the the officer that Chief um, Chief is the senior enlisted advisor uh, for the Space Force, and General Raymond is the chief of Space Operations. He's the service chief. And uh, there was, uh, I want to say, a little over 80 uh, U.S. Air Force Academy grads that uh, are now members in the Space Force. So, you're you're a little bit shy of 100 uh, members within the Space Force, but they expect to grow here within the next year or so.
0: Do they have the uniforms picked out yet?
2: So yeah, if you guys Google it or look it up, and uh, uh, it, it's not any different than what we see in the Air Force. It's uh, it's uh, what we call OCP uniform and uh, blue thread that has your you know last name and uh, and. Uh, u.s space force and and uh then the rank structures for for now the same uh but they're working all those things uh uh, currently and it's uh it's an exciting time i mean you know this is kind of why we got into uh, you know quantum aerospace is that this is uh for the long time space has been a benign environment there's really been no threats to our space capabilities and you know for those those listeners who're not you know uh tracking from a military perspective our, our civil society relies on space right down to our economic system to um to uh, you know like i said atms um uh the banking system um gps that you use on your phone is provided by space um those capabilities that we have today are are uh, facing a threat that we haven't seen in a long time and they're accelerating a the rapid pace so um when we looked at what we wanted to do at quantum and knowing that our, our time in the military would end uh, we really wanted to continue in post-retirement uh, to support this domain. It's a very critical domain, not just for the military, but just for society.
0: Well, and and to be all honest, you know, I out of all the events, you know, I I've used to attend a lot of networking events. Um, just in my own role as a business development director, um, I try to go to as many events as possible. And some of those events, even, I get to talking with people on the side, and they find out that, yeah, I've been DOD contractor my entire career, and then they start, Start asking. Hey, I just heard the news about United States Space Force, and people always get the Space Force and Space Command completely confused. Nobody really has a clue about that. I, I hope somebody someday can really help explain that to a non-DOD person. Um, but it's it's difficult, right? If you if you're not in the in the system, you really don't understand the difference between a combatant command and um, and others. So.
2: Um, yeah, and I and I would say, mate, that's a that's a good point. Is that's why I think a company like Quantum or any other companies that get in this business are so critical. It, it's tough to navigate, and you know, names kind of throw people off. Space Command and Space Force, and it's hard to make the the distinguishment between the two. And and you know, company like you know like Quantum Aerospace, and what we want to do is we hope to kind of help you know clear those uh, those muddy waters a little bit, help you navigate through that environment. You know, wanting to do do business with the government. Um, you know, we, we are here to support that and, and uh, you know, no sense in trying to, to read as much as you can on, on the differences. And I always encourage people to do that. But, you know, we're, we would shorten the learning curve is how I'd explain it. That, you know, if, if people wanted to do business upon or interested in doing business upon aerospace, uh, we can definitely make that learning curve
0: significantly shorter. Sure. And when you guys separate and you guys are fully retired October 1, um, are you guys going to be – not allowed to work under a certain program or anything, so our listeners know. Let's say if I'm a, a contractor that's looking for somebody like you guys, I need to know whether or not you know you guys can talk with somebody, for example, on the AFSCN or not, or whatever. Is there anything like that you guys have to watch out for?
1: So each one of us have, have spoken to our local, um, uh, you know, uh, judge advocate group office, which in Colorado and, and me here in California, as long as we're not a, a uh, selecting uh like a source selection involved in source selections in our, in our capacity in the military, then we're, we're, we're fine. So I think the short answer to that is uh, no, there's no, there's no company that we can't talk to. And, and even if we couldn't, people can still just reach out to us. We can have that conversation and we can, we can figure it out. Um, and the best way to do that is if you go to the webpage at the bottom, there's a, you know, contact us or, uh, and then you can always just email us at info at quantum aerospace llc.com and we can have those conversations
0: excellent and i'm, I'm on your guys website and i see that you guys also have both your cell phones or phones listed there um we, along with that info uh email address so that's good and you guys also have a linkedin page correct
1: we do have a linkedin page we've been we've been getting pretty active on it trying to get get the word out there uh when we see relevant uh information whether it's through linkedin or through just researching uh you know relevant news we like to post things on there and try to get people to comment on it so that we can actually have a conversation uh, you know a great example would be you know there there was an article about uh, the, the space force is going to need intel that's a very big ask and it's very broad and so what does that mean and, and i think that uh, one of our comments on there was hey you know space force is going to need intel there's very few people that do isr for space or have a sustained record like Mitch and I do in ISR for space, what kind of things would you be thinking the space force needs just to kind of get those conversations going?
0: Yeah. And and I get that. So, um, anytime, you know, th- something like ISR, you know, you can't really just talk about that in the, in the open either. Um, especially any details. Um, so you, you're right. It is a very specialized field, uh, to get into. And, uh, I'm start, the good thing is that I'm starting to follow some of the, what U.S. Space Command is doing in this U.S. Space Force, and I think you're even going to start seeing more education focused around ISR specifically for space, so I think that'll be a good thing.
1: Certainly, and that's another avenue where Quantum Aerospace would be happy to help because as we develop a an enlisted and officer corps in the Space Force, training is going to need to be, it's always paramount. So as we develop the the training that we want to put our people through, um, you know, a company like quantum aerospace would be happy to you know, get involved with that from a, from a development perspective or a talent management support perspective. Uh, and that's one of the other things that we're actually looking at.
2: Well, that's cool. Yeah. And, and, and you know, at the point there's uh there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a, a lot, of, there's some quotes out there from general Raymond who's the chief of space operations is saying that we're, you know, us space Force is going to be a digital force. Um, there's a lot of, uh, Excitement. If you if you do a, a you know do some reading out there in terms of what the Space Forces to want to be, uh, what they need to be, just because there's a it's going to be a very small force, right? Um, it's not going to be a very I think it's somewhere about a twelfth of the size. I think that's kind of the rough rough number of what what the Marine Corps is today, which is, a, is a, the smallest service prior to U.S. Space Force. So uh, there's going to be a lot of requirement from a, a lot of reliance uh, from a technological standpoint. So I'm um, definitely very interested when, you know, pointed to our primary NAICS codes of getting to those areas that we want to be able to help uh, match or, you know, bring together that perfect marriage, uh, so to speak, to get those capabilities to the, the front end user to make sure that we can execute space uh, operations um, at the timing and tempo of our, uh, that, that's required to uh, protect our capabilities.
0: And and I see on your guys' website, you guys also talk about Accelerate, those capabilities, right? Um, with regards to the acquisition side of things, and I know I spent quite a few years on the acquisition side myself, and that is an area that needs to figure out how to accelerate. Um, you know, we, we I think the old adage of we need to learn how to fail again, and uh, be not and and not be afraid to fail either, because we can learn from our mistakes a lot quicker than I can. I think we can just by think hoping that we can make the right choice every single time, and obviously I don't think that's really the case.
1: Certainly, and not only, you know, we need to be able to fail fast. And with the accelerate portion of our website, the intent behind that is that, you know, Mitch and I, through the network that we've developed and, and a lot of the programs that we've worked in our in our careers, have a really good understanding of what is the end what is the end tool that a, that an operator would need um, from an Intel perspective. And then being able to rapidly Put the developer in contact with the with the right end user and make sure that the ISR requirements that are passed back and forth are, are written well and are written clear so that the timelines are are pretty easy to discern and that again uh, the 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 goal would be that we are accelerating the timeline for a tool to be de- delivered to the end user.
0: And yeah, and I think that's that's what we're all looking for, right? I mean, when, when you're working the DoD side of things you know the, I can't tell you how many times a week I would hear from leadership we're all in this to help the, the you know the end user the the warfighter out there so whether that warfighter be um local a uh, you know on CONUS or OCONUS it doesn't really matter where the person uh is currently residing we need to make sure that we help with that um that person's day-to-day activities if we possibly can so
2: absolutely yeah that's
1: as the culture of the Air Force shifts to a more rapid and agile acquisition platform, you know, uh, subject matter expertise is, is needed. And that's exactly what quantum aerospace is, is hoping to deliver.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, and, and you, you know, we, we kind of have our tagline with the integrate, accelerate, dominate. Um, integrate is when we look at integrating intel uh, intelligence is the core of what we do at quantum, uh, intelligence and in support of space operations. So, uh, we, we hope to integrate ISR into things like acquisitions um, and, and operations, which is the dominant part of, of it uh, uh, because, you know, be honest, you know, the space command and space force didn't just come up because it was someone's good idea. And it was, it, and it definitely is a great idea. Uh, the stand up of those two organizations were based on the threat that we're facing today in the space domain. Um, so yeah, it's really important that we get this right. And that as we inform things like the acquisition process that we really have a what we call a threat-conscious approach to how we go about acquiring future spaces.
0: Well, I definitely like that. So, okay, so you, you guys said you, you kind of keyed that up perfectly. You said your tagline of Quantum Aerospace is integrate, accelerate, dominate. I love taglines. Um, that one kind of speaks for itself a lot. And then, of course, you just gave the, kind of the explanation there. One of the questions i like to ask some of our, our new up-and-coming small businesses is how did you come up with your name and then how did you come up with your logo?
2: The, so hey, I'm gonna you, you tackle this. Go, go, Justin, you got this. <laughs> so the the name was, uh,
1: you know, it's kind of the brainchild of, I mean, hundreds of hours of conversation about what are we going to call ourselves, and uh, you know, the idea of you know, quantum was the right the right amount of anything at the right time, and we were that. So for us, we are bringing the right intel integration to the operator at the right time. Um, so we came up with, that's how quantum aerospace came up. And then Mitch and I, uh, sitting down over some beverages on cocktail napkins, writing logos down. Uh, we thought we had a good idea and then we showed it to our wives and realized that we did not have a good idea. So then we reached out to, uh, actually my mother-in-law created the, created the logo herself. She's, she's a bit of an artist and so she was actually, she can take responsibility for the quantum aerospace logo.
0: See, that's the story I like, right? Um, we're, it's 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 a story. Every little piece of developing your own business, especially when you're starting out, especially in the DOD side, there's got to be a story behind it. Um, so I'm looking at your logo. It kind of looks like a mountain in the background. Correct?
1: That was the intent. It's it's uh, you know something that looks like a a mountain because we are in Colorado. We're incorporated in Colorado Springs, and then something that is is it makes you think also of like.
0: Uh, Galactic as well. Nice. I I like it. Um, I think it's going to look great on your business cards, which I need to get a copy of as soon as we can uh, have some beverages uh, in person, and uh, maybe we can talk shop at that point as well um, from business to business. we love that. Because that's what we're all in this for, right? We're all in this to try to find business um, not only for ourselves, but uh, for one another too, right? Even if there's something that we can't work together on immediately, there's not saying that I didn't talk to somebody yesterday that was asking about something that a company like yours is doing right now. Right. So that's the way I look at things. It's, as you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours.
1: Yeah. And you know, another exciting thing about building this business is that, um, you know, as our time comes uh, to an end in the air force and as we get ready to transition, um, you know, the network of people that we've we've built over the years are also at some point going to be transitioning as well. And, and we know that we would be able to take on absolutely, the, the true subject matter experts when it comes to isrk in support of space operations and so if we can help them out as well as this can, as this company grows and as we are able to start getting some contracts I and mean, then it's just going to be great for everybody
2: excellent yeah I, I would say also uh the out the outpouring of support was uh, i would admit just to kind of test was a, a bit unexpected um you know we're talking to you know business owners and uh, you know, that, that they're running their own business, and they, they will they will take time out of their day, and I, I'd like to let people know, again, who are thinking about starting a business, you will get uh, more support than you'd expected. Um, the amount of helping hands that have been offered has been uh, more than we had ever thought possible, so uh, really kudos to all those small business owners out there, um, and every time they say, you know, they want to pay it forward, because at some point someone help them, and and you know Justin and I want to get to that same point uh, of paying it forward, and you know begins with this podcast for us. Uh, but yeah, we we definitely um, are uh, the network. It's, it's it's quite the community. Uh, organizations like the Smalls in uh, this podcast are just tremendous, and and uh, we we just quite frankly couldn't have gotten a start without without that level of support.
0: Well, that sounds great. So I'm going to ask you guys: is there any other is there anything else you guys want to tell the listeners? about either yourselves or about the the company and and, and how you guys want to start this thing out?
1: Yeah, Mitch, if you want, it, you want to go first or?
2: Yeah, definitely. Uh, you, you know, I, I would say uh, the idea of the company, uh, when we came up with it, was, you know, being, uh, you know, two enlisted guys was like we wanted to get in business for ourselves. We wanted to truly own something that was reflective of, of um, you know, 40-plus years of just hard work, blood, sweat, and tears of, but it you know became the be Lockbaum and Mitch Overton at this stage in our life and uh, uh the, the, we we want this company to be a reflection of us and our work ethic and the pride that we take in the work that we produce um you know for us we really want to be uh we want to be that niche company that focuses on Intel support to space um, we have a, a a vision of uh uh you know being able to um, create a company that um, that values Intel because you know when or that 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 were space values. Intel, I should say, um, not that it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't important back then, but it's just the, ne- the necessity and the absolute uh, uh, critical role Intel plays in space operations now is just accelerated because of the threat. So, uh, you know, in the end, everything that we do is going to be focused on that individual user, that that 19 year old uh, guy or gal who's, who's having to conduct operations to make their job as easy as possible. So they can focus on the hard task of of what we're going to call in the war fighting. So, um, really excited about it. Um, really excited about the company. Um, even more excited about the relationships that we're going to establish. Um, so, if there are those companies out there that are listening want to give us a call, please call us right away. We're very excited uh, to share what we want to do and 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 different uh, opportunities that would exist within within the space domain.
0: Very well said. And I want to make sure that people know, you know, you you kind of touched upon this. Um, and I like that, right? You said you're looking at that young person just going in. So I want people to realize: don't lose sight of of why we're all doing this, right? Um, there's there's multiple things. Um, we don't all do this just for the money. We do this uh, for lots of different reasons. So, um, yeah, I, amen, love it.
1: <laughs> I just think it's uh, like like we talked about it earlier. But um, you know, please do feel free to reach out if you're listening and and you know that you have a capability or you're trying to develop a capability that you may want to integrate into, uh, you know, the space enterprise, but you just don't have the the, the knowledge or the, or the resources to do it. Like we can help with that. And then, you know, as we get to the to October time frame, you know, the ability for us to, to understand and to really like forecast the ISR requirements that are going to be needed for both space operations and rapid acquisitions is, is what our strong point is. So if you are a developer or, even if you're trying to just get more information about what ISR to space is, feel free to reach us uh, via. Uh, you can find our contact information on our webpage. It's www.quantumaerospacellc.com. Uh, our phones and emails are listed there. You can also email us at info@quantumaerospacellc.com, at and then you can find us on our on our LinkedIn page.
2: And I don't want to uh, forget those those companies that come to October that want to bid on a contract. And uh, you know, need a need a small business like Justin and I, and and whose our expertise would help from an ANAS perspective. Uh, we were just as interested uh, in being part of your team, and 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 hopefully, uh, you know, winning a contract to to uh, support the warfighter.
0: Well, excellent guys. I can't thank you guys enough for coming on the podcast and kind of talking about your next endeavor and next piece of next chapter of your lives, really. Right? I mean. I, I envy you guys. you guys have made a, a wonderful career already in the United States Space Force, or sorry, United, United States Air Force, I guess, at first, and, and now um, being part of that st- startup of the United States Space Force. But uh, um, I thank you both for your service um, and wanted to say thanks again for coming on the podcast and maybe uh, we'll do this next time um, when you guys have a couple contracts under your belt and uh, you guys are driving that Bentley down the road.
2: Looking forward to that, Nate. <laughs> I, I'm more of a I'm more of a Honda Civic guy, so I don't know if I'd come uh, <laughs> give up the, the money for a Bentley.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Well, um, I wish you guys the best of luck. And seriously, next time uh, when we can get uh, back into having our our events, uh, we'll talk to you guys some more about maybe you guys coming in presenting at one of our uh, smalls events. How's that sound?
1: That sounds great, Nate. Thank you so much for this. This has oh. been great.
0: No problem, guys. Thanks,
1: Nate. Really, really appreciate it.
0: With that, uh, we will talk to you guys again. And for the rest of the listeners out there, tune in next week for our next event. Thanks for listening. listening.
2: You've reached the end of another episode of The Smalls Podcast. Connect with us at thesmalls.org. Don't forget to sign up to our newsletter to receive our free materials. See you soon at the next episode.